Hey everybody, welcome to Ref Time, powered by RTS and produced by Coraggio Media. I'm Tanya. And I'm Crane. We'll be covering rules, plays, points of emphasis, and all things official. Hey, hey everybody, welcome back to RTS's Ref Time. Ref Time. With RTS, I guess I said that wrong. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I do but it all we're the time. with uh, Mr. Benny Lewis today. It's the great so. Benny Lewis. Well, I'm, I don't know how great, but <laughs> I'm here. Well, I remember <laughs> playing with you or playing against you back in the day, and you used to tell me how great you were when you were trying to dunk on me. Well, that was because I was trying to dunk on you. <laughs> <laughs> you have to set a precedence out there, draw your territory. So, you know, in that particular time, well, I can oh, tell you right yeah. now, we'd be fighting to just t- <laughs> jump up and touch the nets these days. Amen. Right? <laughs> Although Amen. he'll walk up to kids and be like, man, I dunk on you by accident. I love right. saying that. And right. you know how they get. Oh, man, let's go. Man, I have nothing to prove to you. I've forgotten more about basketball than you know, little chump. You right. Know, you got to play that. I still got a first step, but that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do nothing after I get past you. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate having you here. No problem. I, I was glad you asked me. I, I feel honored to be asked. Thank well, you. good, good. Now, we normally talk to people in the officiating field, but we also like to get in people that have played, people right. who have coached, and in right. your case, who've owned. Um, so let's talk a little bit about um, let's just start with your profession so tell the world how does <laughs> Benny relate to basketball oh it's it's been in my family since since birth my dad was a high school coach hmm. um, my dad also played he uh, played at played at Langston College in in Oklahoma um, Right out of there, I was an assistant coach at my high school and then became the head coach of my high school. I played for my dad. Wow. And uh, How was that? That was tough. It was yeah. a lot of tough rides home. Yes. You know, oh, wow. A lot of tough, <laughs> you know, it, it sort of shaped um, my demeanor for winning and my demeanor for losing. So it was... Now pull us into your world a little bit. I always mm-hmm. wondered about that playing under your dad. Mm-hmm. What kind of conversations did he have with you on the way home? Just Pretty much, they, they, uh, well, um, you shouldn't have taken that shot. You should have taken that shot. Um, don't be, <laughs> don't be throwing up that. Don't be throwing up anything, any old shots, because I was, I was a shot taker. Okay. Um, um, the more shots you take, the more chances of the ball going. Right, in. amen. So I, right, higher was, percentage. Yeah, well, more you know, field goal attempts is also a stat. So yes, sir. So I took a lot of shots, but he was trying to get me to focus more on the other things as well, rebounding, um, and fitting in. Mm. You know, back when I played, there was no three point line, so mm. you had to you you had to. Um, had to use the extension of your teammates. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So if you if you had teammates that were good outside shooters, you, when you needed an outside shot, you got the ball to the outside shooters. Right. Guys who penetrated to the basket and obviously penetrated to the basket. I was a penetrator, and you know penetrating kick or penetrating try to score mm-hmm. or drop it off to the bigs. I slashed from the from the two two position and also ran the lane. So. Oh, I know. I remember playing against you. You were a jumping monster. And so, you know, playing, you know, also, <laughs> ran, you know, so we ran the lanes, and I sort of mm-hmm. took taking that all the way up into the co- up into college at Tennessee State. You okay. know, I ran the ran the wing, and then also at Southern Illinois, played that played that position. Went from there on into, went from there to uh, to Australia. 
You had a good career in Australia. You had a good career. How many years did you play in Australia? I played 15 years in Australia. You played professional basketball for 15 years, Benny? Yep. That's not common, is it, to play that long? Well, I don't know if it's common, but my son son just finished his 15th year. Oh, wow. Wow. Is he going to play again? Is he going to stay on? Yeah, he's going to play another year. He's he's on for another year. So he's going to beat dad. He's going to play an extra couple years. Wow. So (laughs) now, but you help players go across seas too, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do. But the average player nowadays doesn't play that long, do they? Well, um, very few. Most of them use it between five and ten years. Right. That's what I thought, Um, yeah. Mainly because of the adjustment of you know living in another country, mm-hmm. and they get a little bit homesick, and so mm-hmm. they decide to come back, or they have you know they have a have a girlfriend or a wife, and and, and they want to start a family. But it's it's mainly to get um, that bug, that basketball bug, out of their system. Mm. You know, one of the one of the downfalls, is, one of the things which sort of t- taken me, took me into that area, is my career in itself just about every other basketball player goes through that actual career of playing high school ball then playing college ball and being somewhat of a star or a local star or but they they put all of that work in mm-hmm. running lines and suicides and mm-hmm. and just used to that actual adrenaline rush Mm-hmm. Of playing, of playing the sport. And then all of a sudden, one day, one coach, one team, one league says, "You can't play anymore mm-hmm. uh, because because of because of grades or because of this, you know, that type of thing." Mm-hmm. Well, you have all of this basketball <coughs> still left in you. Yeah. And what do you do with it? What do you do with it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. You know, obviously, I mean, when I first came here, there was only a thirty and over and a forty and over in four way. So that's was, where you and I met. That's where we met. Mm-hmm. So there was no basketball for guys coming out of college. Yeah, mm-hmm. there wasn't. There was nothing there for them to actually do. I think there might have been one team called the I think uh, the Fury. No, the Family. The Family had a team that was made of Keon Brooks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and Ty Wynn. They had a team that used to travel around and play mm-hmm. in tournaments and stuff. Oh, when okay. I first came in. But they weren't old enough to play. Right in right. the 30 and over. So right. they used to just play tournaments and stuff. But there was no established leagues or anything else like that in a, in a place like Indiana. Mm-hmm. You either play college and after college, you either play college and after college, if you went to the pro- if you didn't do, do that, then you was waiting until you turned 30 to play in the Y leagues and stuff like <laughs> that. Mm. Yeah. So I remember those days and I tell you, it, it, you're, you're, it's, it's interesting going back in history on that because you're right. I remember that there wasn't a lot available and then this, the 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 players who were skilled, like yourself and the ones who played above college, you guys came back and the main worry was playing against a lot of guys who didn't know how to play on that level getting hurt. Well, right. I mean, you and so you had to wait that. till you had to wait till you were, th- I mean, so it was a lot of 20, I mean, I, I, mean, I didn't come here until I was like 38, but, okay. but it was a lot of guys that was 27 and 28 years mm-hmm. old that were finishing up their careers overseas. We were right. talking about that five year window. Mm-hmm. We were finishing up, but they couldn't come back here and play. Mm-hmm. People like um, Henry James, mm-hmm. those mm. types of players, when they first came out of the leagues, mm-hmm. they had nowhere to play. They had to wait until they were, and obviously mm. um, different coaches were trying to get them in at 29 and, and I'm 28. Tell you, Henry right. James was a phenomenal he player. Was a ball player. I played against him at the downtown Y. I remember one time he took a shot from beyond half court. 
and it was game winning shot. He shot it and walked away yeah. and went to the water fountain. Yeah. It's all net. I turned around and said, well, "How'd you do that?" He says, "Man, I didn't even see you." Right. I mean, he was a phenomenal player. It was a lot. I mean, uh, Jay <laughs> Edwards. Was. It was, you it was know, we had to wait on a lot of players. To th- uh, when I first came here, I mm-hmm. came here in '94. Had to mm-hmm. wait on a lot of players to turn 30, 30 mm-hmm. before they could actually, yeah, you know, play in the st- at that time the strongest competition. In Fort Wayne was the old Fort Wayne mm-hmm. 30, 30 and yep. over league. Yep, Tanya remembers that. She and used to uh, go there and watch that all the time. It was, yep. you know, it was 12, 13, team, 14 yep. teams strong. And then at that time, it was 12, 13 teams strong mm-hmm. in, in the league. And that was everybody in, t- everybody in town. Summit Ortho, Kurt Alderman had a team. Yeah, mm-hmm. I played with the, Kurt. the Williams, the, the, uh, the Williams brothers, the old yep. North Side team. Yep. All of those teams were, were just, you know, were. You were that was the league. It was yes, the, it, it was. was. The league. Yeah. It was and competitive. Ex Fury players were coming in. Andre yep. Patterson yep. played. Mm-hmm. You know, but they all had to wait until they turned thirty. Yep, I remember that because they they brought me in. I think they 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 did the rule differently, and they said they were going to allow two of us younger players right. on each team, so they let us come in at twenty eight. Right. And right. then, you know, they call us young legs. Right. And, yeah, because we would just run all day long. Right. And they loved right. having us. But uh, that was a tough league because those guys would hit you hard. They would hit you hard. You were playing against veterans. And, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Veterans and guys that played in, uh, played in, like, the Army League yeah. and stuff like hit that. And they, did, and they didn't want to be shown up by the oh, young no, legs. Oh, no. Huh? They would hit me upside the no. head and say, welcome to the league, young legs. Welcome to the league, young legs. So, so yeah, that was that, it was that actual barrier there of guys that was, like, young third, you know, between 30 and 35. Yeah. And guys that was, like, thirty between 35 and 40. Well, now so there's so many leagues – you know, we don't know if we have enough officials for all the leagues that goes on. Well, and that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, what it, you know, and and I can appreciate that because uh, it took a lot of guys. You know, I mean, all they really want to do is play basketball. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, yep. you know, they're not going to join a gym. They're not going to. They're mm-hmm. not going to get on a treadmill. Right. Just want to play. They, they just want to play. Know, they, they'll, but they'll go buy some shoes and they'll grab some <laughs> shorts and they'll come in there and they'll and, they'll, and if they and they'll, got a ball, they'll, they'll, they'll ball it. it ball until they get tired. And yeah. it's and it's a it's a good father son thing. You know, most of them got young kids under five. Right. And and what better place to bring them to than a place like McMillan or or Spice at the time to you know, to uh, to like an open gym or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing else, especially with with Fort Wayne's winners. What better place than to bring your kid into that big old space or let them run around on the on the on the courts and stuff there while you while you're working out. So that's what we sort of built. That's what I sort of built here in Fort Wayne with McMillan and the different places that I've been. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing now? I mean, are you still into that industry or what are you doing? Yeah, I'm still, well, I'm I'm still in that industry, you know, I'm still in it, but I work more now on the, well, I mean, I've got people placed in in those positions so that those, those facilities are still open. So what, do do you actually have a business in that arena? Yeah, I have a consulting company That's called right. Flight Basketball Consulting. Yeah, because you gave me a couple of business cards. Right. And uh, tell me the name of it again. Flight Basketball Flight. Consulting. Yeah. Okay. So so tell us exactly, and you may have already, but tell us exactly what Flight Basketball does. Oh, just about every, every consult on every facet of basketball. I mean, from from building gyms to putting floors down to, you know, Recommending referee, you know, people that want to be referees, recommending teams, players to play overseas, organizing teams, doing schedules, just 
just anything and everything that goes with consulting is, is but it's all basketball consulting. Oh, okay. Ordering uniforms, sneakers, sponsorship. Okay. All of those things. I got my, so hand and so and a little bit of everything. Collaborating with everyone, joining, getting team, getting leagues together. Wow. Um, and that's called flight basketball. Flight basketball consulting. How long is you? How long has that been operating? Uh, I established the business in. I established the business in. 2017 as an as an all-out company but i've been doing it for i've been doing it as a as a side business along with working with parks and working with hmm. and 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 traveling teams and you know taking teams and players all over since about so since about 2000 so tell we us. had aau team we had aau teams and and and, and that whole whole business yeah but okay because I'd never really, I, I guess we had never really known. Well, like I said, I saw your business cards, but mm. I never really knew what was what it was right. involved. So, let, talk a little bit about when you played, mm. and then the kids that you've seen play, and now with what you do with flight. Um, what what is your overall feelings about offici- officials or officiating involved with all of that? Because obviously, we can't have a game without officials. Correct. Um, my take on my take on officials is, is that now you speaking as a past player as a coach. I'm, spe- I'm, I'm speaking in general, okay. past player, coach, and how I actually how I actually see it. Okay, right. Um, there are governing bodies, like you got high school. In other words, high school rules, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. college. Let's go to middle school rules, high school rules, college rules, NBA rules. Right. Okay. Well. There's also a thing called ground rules, mm-hmm. right? And what, where certain tournaments and things like that are played. So if you get a high school official, for example, to do a college game, mm-hmm. and he doesn't know how to do it, he's out of his league. Mm-hmm. Or you get, or you you saying, or you got a high school official coming in to do, and you saying you're playing college rules, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he only knows high school rules. It's gonna be a mess. It's, it's a mess, right? <laughs> right. Or if you got, say, for example, you see him playing NBA rules. And you got a high school and a college person that's used to doing high school games, and he doesn't necessarily. I mean, it's, you it's, got a mess. You got a mess, <laughs> and so that's where it comes in. Mm-hmm. What we do like in the UBA is we play FIBA rules. Now, what is the UBA? The UBA, the UBA is the, uh, the Unified Basketball Alliance. That's my, that's that's one of my leagues, and the other one is the, the Midwest Professional Basketball Association. This all stemmed from the CBA, when the Central Basketball Association. And the MPBA, which we then combined the two and made the UBA. And what was the second one? I got the UBA, and what was the other one? Midwest, Midwest Professional Basketball Association, Midwest, okay. which is called the MPBA. It's a whole big old alphabet soup out there, mm-hmm. right? You hear the UBA, the MPBA, the NBL, the, the G League, the all, all of these, all these different ones. And each one of them obviously has ground rules. And, and ground rules is if you ever did, if you ever umpired a baseball game, it's called ground rules. Mm-hmm. Where you know it might be the out of bounds, you know the lines are straight, but this area is in play, this area is not in play, that type of thing. Right. And so, in minor league basketball, you have to go by ground rules because we don't own our we don't one thing we don't own our stadiums, we don't own the facilities that we play. So you may go into a place, a, a basketball court that's marked with high school lines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, right with we, hash marks and every, with hash marks and with that, that. yes, yep. marked with high school lines. Right, but they're playing NBA rules, which does not work. 
You see what I'm saying? It does and not. So really. what you have with with half what you, what ha so the people that are actually running it, that league or, or, or has to has to create what we call what I call the ground rules mm -hmm. and let those officials know that this is how this tournament is being played. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what we that's what we do. This is how it's played. This is what we're going to go under. Both coaches know these are, these ground rules are usually set before the game starts or while our league while the league is going on. Mm -hmm. So everybody's on the same page. Mm -hmm. Five fouls. See, there should never be six fouls with there should never be six fouls with 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. A 40 minute game has five fouls. A 48 minute game has six fouls. Mm -hmm. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. All of all of all oh, of yeah. those all of those particular things. Oh, and yeah. those are and when I say ground rules, those are things that you can do and set prior to the game so that the co two coaches know and the referees know. Well, the reason I'm smiling is because her and I are smiling at each other because we know that when we were working with the uh, OBA, mm -hmm. yeah, we we ran into that, and I was I talking to yeah, and I was talking to it, it wasn't just that game. I mean, it was. Well, all I, season. I, I saw yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, and it was I a know. mess because yeah. we were trying to tell him, you want this, you want so-called pro rules, but you don't have the facility, you don't have the personnel to back those rules up. But anyway, or the finances, yeah, and so we'll we'll, well, we'll yeah, I mean, we and can, that, and we just that, and that conversation yeah, for and a that's, long yeah, time. That, that's yeah, a, that's a, that's that, a, that's another thing. So yeah. I guess so that's a whole mess. It is by by like I said by us having by us being obviously the UBA and the MPBA being our own league, mm -hmm. we also certify and train our own officials mm -hmm. to be able to do our games the mm -hmm. way that we want them done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and so we have officials here in Fort Wayne, we have officials in Memphis, we have officials in, in Chicago that know exactly the rules who, of our game. Who are some of the officials you have in Fort Wayne? Maybe we know them. Oh, you know, uh, Ron, Ron Stevenson. Okay. Chuck. Okay. Um, Kirk. Kirk. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I even used a couple of your guys. Dominique. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Dominique Aubrey. And Aubrey, mm -hmm. yeah. I trained them, to, I okay. trained them there as well. To be, and uh, what's the other kid's name? Um, Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and all so those, those last three came through our training. Yeah, yeah. they came through your training, but, yeah. and... I knew they was well, and I knew they were very very well trained, and and we, we but they also but they, work on. <laughs> but they also but they also know the game yeah mm -hmm. and yeah, so by them true. knowing the game and being they they it it also meant that they were also trainable right yeah true and so I just give them the calls and and and, and they had the 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 uh, the intestinal fortitude to be able to make a call and stick to it I mean mm -hmm. and that's what and when you when you when you're dealing with this in this area, the minor league area, where they're not pros, they're not college players, mm -hmm. they you know they're in betweeners. They're, mm -hmm. they're, they're, all, they're, in, they're they're trying to get to Correct. those particular levels. Right. So a set a set of rules has to be, the rules have to be set, so that we can get the best out of them, as far as their play is concerned. Without hurting each other, without you know, I mean, it's 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 better. I mean, it's a, it's a lot better than just rec rules. <laughs> I mean, you got a couple of guys, you know, guys coming in. They have to be official. They have to they, they have to know and understand position. I have to do this because the the my partner is an ex um, Big Eight official. He, you know, he's 
So he's a real stickler about officials as far as his name is Ed, Ed Schumer. He, he, he um, he's the owner of the MPBA and um, he's big on officials. He, I mean, he, shirts in, you know, shirts in, black, long, no, no <laughs> shorts. You know, we don't want to look like, I mean, he's, he's, he's stuck, he's stuck on those types of things. And his name again is Ed what? Ed Schumer. How do you spell that? S S C H U M E R. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanya, I know you got a couple questions. Um, no, I probably do, but I unfortunately, um, I, I think we need to uh, be wrapping up here. Okay. So, well, the last question um, I have for yeah. you, then, Benny, is um, the uh, need for officials. What um, what needs do you guys have? We are, well, we 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 have an event once a month. Okay. So just basically the, the availability of, uh, availability of, 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 of officials. And once a month, we usually do a, we do a, anywhere between a four to six game showcase, okay. that type of thing, and and then we travel around. So I you know it's just the the versatility of it and everything. And uh, when we when we start to expand and we get bigger and two courts and have more teams in, into it, then we will need obviously more officials i mean so you guys don't have a hurting need right now for officials in what you guys well i mean no, I, I take that i take that I, I won't say that i will say that there's always a need you know you you can have more games you got more officials right and you can you can bring more things in and bring bring more into it but okay. we just make the adjustment we make the adjustment based on the amount, the amount of players, the amount of teams, the amount of this, and then having having officials available. As long as we got officials available to, that know and understand the way that we want the game, you know, that are workable, I should say. Mm-hmm. You, okay. you get cats bring you know, cats come in there and they're bringing high, you know, and they're stuck on um, on um, on this is the way it's supposed to be. And I'm gonna have guys say, no, no, it's only two shots. And, you, know, you get two shots in a file and. And they want to do a one and one, <laughs> or they want to have six. They want to have six people in. Want to have six people, you know, lined up for the free throw, or they call a go. You know, you right. know those the six people when it's only supposed to be, you know, two on one side, three on right. the other side, and, and those lanes have to be filled. Okay. It's just certain mm-hmm. certain things, and people and have to be aware of how you group, do things, right? With and because we control it, mm-hmm. it's correctable. Right. Okay. It's correctable right then. And okay. it's and it's not an indoctrination against that official. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all out here. We're all out here trying to get better and trying to understand what it is. Because the thing of it is, is that we want to want everybody to continue working. You know, we want the players to continue playing. We want the, play, the re- coaches to continue coaching. We want the referees to continue refereeing. And we film everything. All okay. our games are up. So it's not like it's not like you know my my you know the the head the head of the league is not watching and seeing what the officiating looks like. I mean, we got people co- we got coaches that are critiquing coaches. We got we mm-hmm. got we got consultants that are critiquing players. And this is going. I mean, my last event here in Fort Wayne. We're gonna have. I to. broadcasted. I broadcasted to twenty five different countries. Okay. Wow, that's amazing. Well, we're going to have to cut off here, right. but I just wanted to uh, close out with, uh, Tanya, you want to talk a little bit about RTS? Uh, we have our next class starting up in uh, October, the first Monday in October. I don't have that date on my in my head right now, but um, okay. if you want to uh, get registered, 
Go to uh, www.reftrainingschool.com. That is R-E-F trainingschool.com. And then you want to tell them about the upcoming Hoosier. And our upcoming Hoosier tournament um, is scheduled for December 31st. Yes, that is New Year's Eve. It is a Sunday. And uh, we are looking to have a a holiday hoops Hoosier Holiday Hoops Tournament. Hoosier there Holiday we go. Yeah, you and you it. can uh, register for that at um, dot um here in the next week. That okay. will be up and available for you to register. All right. Well, thank you for all that. And, Benny, thank you thank for you. Uh, educating us. I didn't <laughs> realize you were into all these things. That's good. Yeah, Maybe we can have amazing. you back in the future. I'd be glad to come back all right. anytime. All right. Thanks Appreciate a lot. It. All right. Appreciate you coming out. Okay. Take care, everybody. Thanks again for listening to Ref Time, powered by RefTrainingSchool.com and Hoosier3on3.com. Produced by Caraggio Media, Ref Time is recorded in WELT Studios in beautiful downtown Fort Wayne, Indiana. To join RTS, visit RefTrainingSchool.com. Please like, subscribe, and share with your friends. Until, Until next, next time. time.